This is No Kizzy with Trizzy, hosted by Latrell McCoy. We talk about the greatness that's come out of Raleigh, North Carolina, whether it's sports, community, or business. We highlight successful stories of people that have made it happen for themselves and their families. And talk about what it took for them to become successful. No Kizzy. Yo, another episode of No Kizzy with Trizzy. I got um my young well, he's not so young anymore. He an OG in the game now. <laughs> young whippersnapper Dez Wells in the building. <laughs> how you doing, my brother? My boy, it was good. Chilling, man. So uh, how you enjoying being in the States right now? Sheesh, man. It's more time with my daughter, but um I can't lie, it does feel different. It's my first time in around this shoot around this time of your holiday stuff like that in probably like 10 years so it feels a little weird but you know it good to be around family my friend 10 years yeah probably a little bit longer than that jeez man i ain't i'm gonna be honest with you you one of the only dudes like that i've ever been around that hoop that's always fucking smiling i guess you <laughs> you always got good energy for real bro i always wanted to take oh, for, sure. <laughs> for sure and uh it's a lot that I don't know about you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, how old are you? 30. Okay. So, yeah. so you're a little younger. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how did all this start? Like what made Dez Wells become a hooper? My mom played, mom played ball in college. I remember I vividly. Yes. Yeah, you played at St. Aug. That's dope. So I remember vividly going to, you know, well, I didn't see her when she played cause she played in the eighties, but she was still around the game. Uh-huh. And she still lived close near uh, St. Aug. I grew up on Heck Street, which is, you know, right down that hill right. from St. Aug. And so we would go there. She would play, you know, intramurals there. And she would play against some of the, the college players. And she would, like, you know, scrimmage against them. And I really, you know, I, I ain't really know too much about the game. I just knew I had a basketball in my hands. And I was just trying to, you know, just be around the game and, and enjoy that. But she was the first one to inspire me to want to play. So... What what age was this where you thought like yeah I really want to do this like because you know something click it always like when you're a child it's like yeah something click and makes you want to do it I I would probably say I knew that I wanted to do it I would probably say like I was like ten like nine or ten years old I knew that I wanted like this is what I want to do I want to play basketball and like I wanted to play AAU. Like that's when my mom started like punishing me through what I wanted because she knew how, how passionate I was about it. Like if I got in trouble in school, she would say, oh, you're not, you're missing this tournament this weekend. And that'll Just, do it. Yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> worse than that. Did it. Hey man, I'd rather you take my PlayStation. Yeah, I was shit. cool with getting the whooping, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whoop my ass, exactly. <laughs> I had to tighten up. For sure I had to tighten up. But she definitely, my mom definitely knew what it, what it took to get me on track. So you say you was 10, like, did you, when did you start playing AAU? Probably the year before that, probably when I was nine, I played. On the road? Yeah, I was playing nine and under. And well, it was 10 and under, I was nine playing 10 and under. And, you know, I was out there and I was playing and it didn't matter how old the kids was, how much older they were than me. I kind of felt like, man, I can play, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was like your first, my first time like playing outside of my neighborhood. Right. You know what I mean? Organized fashion. So it was. It showed me that I could do it. So I was like, man, yeah, that's what I want to do. And like that at that time, that was like when AI was, you know, 
Hey, inspiring every, you know, he was inspiring everybody that that looked like him. So like I, I was like, man, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? So, who was on your team that I would know? Melvin, Melvin Tab. Okay, I didn't play with, I didn't play with my other friend. I didn't play like Poob and and John them to the next year. Yeah, and that's when I, I think I skipped. When I was playing like 12 and under. When you were 10? Or I was 11. Yeah. No, I, I was 10. No, when I, time I played with them, I was 10. I was playing 12 and under. Okay. So that year before, I was nine. I turned ten. It was like a season in between, and then I played with China. Did you Did you play with anybody else besides Garner Road growing up? I played with Garner Road up until like fourteen and under, and then I played with D One Sports for like a year and a half. Then we went to like the North Carolina Gators. No, 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 the North Carolina Raptors. Hell, no, I went with North Carolina Gators. North Carolina Raptors. I remember them. Hold on, what's the? And then we was with CP Three. What? Hold on, is the Raptors? Is Cornelius? Um... Bro, it was a little guard they had, bro. Oh, you talking D-Bars. about Andre Cornelius? Oh, yeah. yeah My yeah. boy was so cold. Nah, he was nice. He was from Charlotte, though. Oh, uh, he didn't yeah. play with the Raptors, though? I'm true. It was a different one, though. Oh, it was a different okay. one. Like, we was just like the the Raptors select. Then they was like the North Carolina Raptors or something like that. So it was like, so many, at that time, it was so many different teams, and it wasn't based on like the brands like Adidas. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it was a Nike. Sure. It, wasn't under, it wasn't like that then. It yeah. was just all. Yo, basically yo five, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? And sure. we just rolled the ball out. It was man, it was so much fun. Yeah. What middle school did you go to? Man, I went to I went to Word of God in middle school. <laughs> yeah, I went. I didn't know that. But I went there from seventh grade up until eleventh grade. And so, you yeah, played for Word of God from seventh grade, bro. You really are like the OG of Word of God. I did not know that, bro. <laughs> yeah, Hold on, Wayman there. went there too, though, in middle school, didn't he? Who Wayman? You know, Wayman went there with me about as long as I was there. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. I, I think. Never knew nah, did he? I did my junior year. That was his sophomore year, or sophomore freshman year, and then he was on the team my, in my junior year. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly sure when he came. I remember he came. I was in middle school though, so he was. You know, what I'm saying he was still there, but I, I don't remember when, if he graduated from there or not though. You got. I ain't gonna lie. When I was in middle, no, I'm gonna say eighth grade, and I went to Adidas camp first, right? You know how you good uh-huh. in their city and shit. Yeah. And then you go to camp and you like see all these people. Like I saw Derrick Rose mm-hmm. and all them, and I, that shit. I'm a mama's boy. That it made me call my mom. Like, yeah. mom, I don't think I want to do this no more. Hell no, nah, I ain't had that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I had that moment. See, nah. that's, that's what I may have had a moment like that if I didn't play good. You know, I didn't call my mom. Though. I was like in the bathroom in my hotel room crying and shit, like looking at myself in the mirror, like bad as fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I, I would say, you said my first camp. Yeah. Where I was like shocked. Uh-huh. What grade was your first camp? First one. Uh, I remember being hyped to go to the Dave Teller. Okay. So that oh, was probably. That, you should, like, though. That was yeah. the shit back then. Right. So that was, I, I just wanted to get like my, I ain't gonna lie, I just wanted to get my picture. From like this, the, the scout.com yeah. picture. And your grade. And then put that shit on my Facebook. <laughs> That's what I was, I was just playing for that. So I, I didn't, I had no, I had a concept of what it was to be ranked, but I didn't, you know, I didn't measure that against like the country. I measured that against like the city, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Because like we had so many, you know, in my eyes, you know, my, my I guess my, my, bro, my, my, my vantage point wasn't as broad as it was as I got older. I didn't know like you was competing against everybody in the country. So 
as I got older and I kind of, you know, started competing and I realized like, oh, you can, you know what I'm saying? Like I understood it. Like it was been explained to me, like going to showcases and you know what I'm saying? There's gonna be college coaches there and this is how it's gonna go. This is what it's gonna be like. This is how you gotta carry yourself. I didn't know that in the beginning. I just knew like, man, I just wanted to hoop. I seen John go here, went here. You know what I'm saying? Melvin went here. Like money went here. All of the all of the guys that was a little bit older than me or that played on the same team with me at some time, they was there. So it was like, all right, but that's why I had to go. All right, so yeah. speaking of that, so ninth grade, you was on varsity. I was on well, varsity. How did that work? Right? I was on varsity in eighth grade. Okay, so eighth grade. Excuse me. Excuse the hell out of me. I'm yeah. Sorry. Eighth grade, you was on varsity. Uh-huh. Ninth grade is when we played y'all, I think. At Mount Zion. Yeah, and like, you know, I tell this story a lot. Larry. <laughs> we was at the free throw line. He was like, I can't wait for these niggas to leave. <laughs> I was like, that was random as hell. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't lying. It was his team after that. <laughs> so, so ninth grade. Hold on, ninth grade. That was when Milton. Yeah, yeah. That oh, was, that was team. Bishop on that team too. Nah, he wasn't there yet. It was Milton. Okay, it was. Milton. It was that was Milton, CJ, me, um, Montel, Stefan Drain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that team. Okay. So, oh, uh, Lance Back. That was that team. Lance. Right. Shout out to my boy Lance. I ain't saying Lance. Right. Uh, what? Okay. So with that, did you start that year? No, no, I didn't. I don't think I started. Yeah, I'm tripping. I might have. I I'm don't thinking think about so. the following year when Milton hit a game winner on us, and he well, now nah, Milton like was that. only there one year. So that's when John. So I might. That year. I might have started that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. That's when John, CJ. No, Mil- I did. I didn't start that year. You sure? Nah, because it was like John, Richard, Denon, um, Milton, CJ. Did I say Lance? And Lance. Lance started? He might have. You might yeah, be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you might start. be right. Yeah, yeah, Lance yeah. was good, though. He no, 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 for sure, for sure. Injury, but Lance was good. Hell yeah, Lance was good. But I, I just didn't know he started that year. Because all I remember is Milton hit a, Milton hit a double p- clutch three-pointer for the game against us and was like, OD hype, man. We was like so fucking mad, like, bro. Yeah. But I think he got on stop.com from that shit. Nope. Nah, he did. He did. Seriously. Bro, you know, the, the the first game, I didn't even play in this game. The first game where it was that word of God and Karan was shooting fucking fadeaways. <laughs> You're going crazy. I seen that. I was like, I didn't know what I was looking <laughs> hey, at. Hey, bro, if they got to the point where John was trying to guard him, see, John was like, yo, let me guard him. CJ nah, and him was bro, arguing, I bro. Seen, that was my first time seeing a different level of basketball. Yeah. And it felt like that, the, for me, when it's like high intensity, like basketball going on, for some reason, it just feels like the arena is smoky to me. Yeah. But I don't know why the fuck it's like that or what causes that to be what's happening or maybe yeah. it's just like a, just how more my mind goes, but yeah, that's may- what it feels like. Maybe so that's, that's what happens when you're like a freak athlete. I don't, that doesn't happen to me, Jazz. So I don't know. No, what I'm that. saying is what I'm experiencing, <laughs> maybe like a, it's almost like a runner's high. Yeah. So it's like me, for me, seeing that myself, I'm putting myself out there, okay, even yeah, yeah. at that young age. Like I knew I wasn't at the level to compete with y'all guys, yeah. but I was seeing it like, okay, that's where I gotta go. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and speaking of that, you know, you know like Mount Zion and, Word of God and all these schools, bro. Like, you know, these kids get paid now, bro. I just figured that out like two weeks ago. What you mean? The NIL or some shit like that. 
Yeah, you been? That's like, in college though. Nah, that's I thought it was high school. Mikey Williams. I went to the. Oh, so they can get the money in high school before they get to college? Yeah, bro. I went to the the John Wall Invitational when they yeah. Camden played. Right, right, right. Dewan Wagner's son. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. I was with Poopy actually, and they was telling me like he's sponsored by Nike. He gets such and such and mm-hmm. sponsorship. I'm like, yo, this is crazy, bro. Like, okay. I didn't know none of that. So they just found a way to like not complain about what was already happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was already yeah. happening. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But think about that though. Like, I personally feel like that takes away like the hunger a little bit. Like, mm. like for Mikey Williams, bro, like he has everything right now. I've seen this kid in real life and I'm like, yo, it, I mean. That's also influence too though. What you mean? Like, who was influencing him, you know, but also that's also just having a camera in front of your face. So yeah. you're naturally gonna try to appeal to that. Because you see how people react to that when they view it. Yeah. But think about this though. Like I don't disagree with you though. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. He he worth he worth like seven million dollars right now, right? Right. And he's not even a McDonald's All American. How does that work, you know? Well, you gotta be selected for that. John wasn't a McDonald's All American either. Yeah, I seen yeah, I heard that. You know what that's I mean? pretty wild actually. But so, we, but John was number one though, you know. No, he was. He so was. Mike, so that's what my point is like Whenever it's a, a situation where you got to be selected, yeah. it's gonna be politics behind it for sure. So you gotta you gotta expect you gotta respect that. It's like business, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay, that's what I'm saying. So I f- feel like, bro, if like your, your business, emotions can't be tied into it, yeah. If it's business, we should be able to like disagree about some personal shit and then go do business that's gonna benefit both our families yeah. and have coffee afterwards. It shouldn't. Yeah, Argument, that personal argument and disagreement shouldn't affect how we do business yeah. because that's that's on a man level. Yeah, That's maybe on a husband-father level, and that's fine. But I think as men, we should also have a space where it's like, nah, we're going to still get this done. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if it's business, like, I personally feel like Mikey should be an All-American. Like, bro, it's nobody making more money than this kid. How is he not <laughs> an All-American? That doesn't, make, that doesn't make sense. So what if he don't? You know, what if he don't live up to expectations? Like, how does that work? Like, do he they just got drop him? Yeah, no, it's great <laughs> for him. I'm big ups to him, but like, nah, I think they find a way to repurpose what he what he can offer. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think they can find a way to repurpose, that, especially all the money they got invested into him. Like, it would, of course, they could just move on to the next player. But I think there's also some they haven't exhausted. He he hasn't exhausted all of his potential and what he can do and. And providing for himself, okay. he may not be as big of an asset, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's a liability. Yeah, no, for sure. Trouble. I personally feel like, and you know, I don't mean to get off track, but you know, I tell people a lot, like, you know, when a kid is good, like I, I, I could tell, like, if you're an NBA player or not. I don't yeah, know how yeah, good sure. you're gonna be in the NBA, but you could just it's certain things tell. that you can do that I'm like, okay, he's an NBA player, or, or just the mentality. Yeah, like. You can't, I think it's it's more so the skill with guards. Yeah. But wings is more so uh, athletic tenacity. It's like how you move, yeah. fluidity. And he, and he got a lot of that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. So all of those things combined into one is Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. yeah. Size, he's, athleticism, he's, yeah, fluidity. different right there. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get back on you, though. You know, so... Just go to your junior year. Yeah. Was your junior year, was was it your team your junior year? 
Nah, nah, it was CJ senior year. CJ, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it was his senior year. Yeah. So it was, I remember, yeah, I remember. Hold that. on, that was John's senior year too then, wasn't it? Nah, John was my sophomore year. Oh, John okay. was my sophomore okay, year. Okay, okay. Freshman and sophomore year was basically John. Yeah. yeah. And then junior was CJ. CJ. How did that, Where, how did y'all do that? John year? and CJ then. <laughs> how did you, how did y'all do your junior year? We did. We underachieved, but we we had a, a good team. It was just we weren't I don't know, we just didn't have the leadership. You know what I mean? And and, and and we didn't have the best player in the in the you know what I'm saying? Like John was just That's different. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. So it's like when you lose that, yeah. regardless, if you still playing the same schedule, it's just a big factor that's missing. For sure. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. But knowing what you know now, like like you said, a lot of stuff is leadership, bro. And that comes from not having like males and I know personally for me, like right. in Quran, we have like males in our life that's like, hey, no, that's not right, bro. Right. Do this. Like, we had grown men, nigga, we have grown men mm-hmm. agreeing with us. Like, what right. we say. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that doesn't even make sense. We don't know where the yeah, they was like, going to They was from. asking us what right, we right, do. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and that'll never work out if that's the case. So, right. Yeah. So, okay. So, y'all underachieve your junior year, fast forward your senior year. It wasn't a bad year. It wasn't. But we was capable of. I say that because we could have won the state, yeah. state championship, and so I think CJ, so, had, CJ had like turned his ankle or something like two before the state time, like tournament. Yeah. So he didn't play. Yeah. So it was, you know, what I'm saying we ain't had no no size. Was think, Bishop there too? Yeah, Bishop was there. It was me, Bishop, Stacy Caraway, Elijah, Elijah Johnson. So yeah, it was. Yeah, we had a good team. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, that was pretty solid still for sure. And I wasn't ready to I wasn't ready at that time yeah. to lead a team because I hadn't it hadn't been on me to lead a team yeah. at that point. So yeah. I wasn't ready to step into that into that role. You know what I mean? Okay. So fast forward senior year, yeah, that was a Hargrave. Yeah, I remember that. So you went to Hargrave. What do you? What made you do that though? What made you leave? Because I was ready to step into that role. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew being in Raleigh, I was just gonna fuck around, man. Yeah. How was that though? Like, you know the crazy thing, bro. I only needed like a like a seven hundred to qualify for the wow. SATs. Like my my grades were straight. Yeah. But like I knew, bro. Like just being here, bro. Like I knew that I knew when I was young, bro. I was smart. Yeah. But I also knew, like, man. I understood, like, polit, like I guess, like. At my my level, I understood like the politics of like yeah. being in school and how yeah. like to talk to teachers yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, so I sure. knew like what I could do to get around the bullshit or shit that I didn't want to do. So I wanted to put myself in a place where I was constantly being challenged and pushed because in my mind I was like, bro, like the path that I'm looking for, that I'm trying to follow, you know what I'm saying, is John's. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanna get to the league, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. So I'm like, well, bro, I gotta separate myself to kind of make sure that I'm on point with everything I need to do. So that's why I chose to go to Hargrave. And I went there with two of my teams, like two of my teammates that I played with in AAU. So I played there with um <clears throat> it was me, PJ Harrison, and Marquis Ringer. Okay. So we all they was both going to Carolina and Virginia Tech. So how did y'all season pan out that year? In AAU? No, um, I thought you said Hargrave. Well, before Hargrave, we was in AAU. Okay. So you know you got that that last season before yeah. you become a senior. Right. So that senior that that year, that's when we was in CP3. That was my last, our last year playing AAU. Okay. So we did, you know, we had a good team. We did good. We killed that shit. But going into Hargrave, 
I ain't know what to expect, man. Yeah. man. I, I bet. I'm still trying to figure out, like, hold on, where is Hargrave? It's in Chatham. But it's it's near campus. Did y'all live on campus type shit? Yeah, and it's literally military. So, like, it's, like, cement, floors, uh, like, fucking scrap metal bed, bed railing. But like you got a, a regular mattress, right. it ain't nothing super comfortable, but yeah. you got it's, it's 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 adequate for you. So did you guys have to do military? Yes, shit, like five a.m. wake up, six a.m. We had to be down there to salute the flag, and they do the I don't know what the what's the name is like the they did it on the trumpet though. Yeah, so I guess it's the I don't know like what, a Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, that's what it is. They did that, <laughs> so they do that on the trumpet, which. It was pretty cool to me. I kind of liked that part of it. Yeah. But, you know, besides being 6 a.m., you had the little Krispy Kreme hat on with the little jacket. It was cold. And y'all had to wear this every day? Every day, bro. That's that's discipline, though, on some real shit. Yeah. It it, it, for, it, it forced you to, to either, like, put up or shut up and yeah. what you was going there for. So, like, if you was going there to better something so you get the fuck up out of there, you was going to do what you had to do. Right. If you was like, nah, fuck this, I'm not trying to do this shit, I'm going, like, and it was kids like that that would just be in there 6 a.m. and five of the attack officers got to come in there because they in there, like, tearing their fucking room up, like, breaking shit, like, glass everywhere, like, damn it, about to harm themselves because they, like, you, you going to let me leave or I'm going to make sure y'all have to kick me out. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And, like, these, are, one these, not, these not on your teammates and no shit like that. Nah, we was there with like regular students yeah. though. You got what I'm saying? It was like seventh graders there. Oh, okay. So it's like politician kids go yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Because they're being bred through military. Right, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Backing because they're going to be a fucking yeah, senator, yeah. you know, 40 years from now. Right. But you yeah, a crazy story, yo. So um, <laughs> one of the kids went there. Fucking name was... Seawell? No, not Seawell. Blackwell, something like that. So, what we Wells, Wells? Yeah, we would ask the kids, like, bro, like, why did you get sent here? Really, like, it's really like some, some prison shit. Like, yo, like, what you what, what you in here for? You feel me? Yeah. But, like, ask him, like, yo, why, why are you here? Like, he was like, yeah, man, I'm from, like, California. Uh, my mom hit me up. Why my mom hit me? My mom woke me up one day, end of the summer, like, yeah, come on, we about to take a little trip. You feel me? We about to just take a little trip before you go back to school. So she like pack a little trunk of stuff. Woo, woo. He pack a trunk of shit, which is like the, the trunk that they tell you to bring yeah. when you come. But he don't know that because yeah. he thinking they going on vacation. Right. Put him in the, you know, they're all in the truck and shit in the car. She pull up to the airport, give him his plane ticket. Like, nah, you're going to Hargrave Military Academy at 15. That's insane. I can only, I can even. You know, imagine. you're in the airport though by yourself. They left. Right. Like, they, they, you know, made sure he got through, and they dipped. So he could have yeah. ran the fuck away if he wanted yeah. to. But he came, and it's just like, bro, I'm like, so what you, you know, so, like, we get to get home every six weeks. But, like, yeah. I think this kid was from, like, California or some shit like that. Yeah. So, like, that's crazy. That but like, is crazy. It's a, a whole range of, like, kids and why they there. Yeah, that is crazy. I personally feel like any kind of structure, you know, from a kid from where we're from is going to help us. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So when you went now, now that like, you telling me all this, like that is that's like the smartest thing you could have did, bro. Go to Hargrave, mm -hmm. seriously. And it's crazy that still have like a lot of those, uh, a lot of those like disciplines and like 
Yeah, that shit gonna carry along. It's, nah, it's still there. Like mm-hmm. I won't leave my I won't leave my house in the morning until my whole crib is like cleaned up. That's dope. And not, it ain't never really that, but that way it's never really fucked up. Yeah. So like I will always make up my bed, even in the hotels, bro. I always make up my bed before I leave the room. But I fucking don't. So, <laughs> fuck that bed. Yeah, I got a girl coming over. All right, I got you. Right, right, right. Nah, I'm lying. I don't have a girl coming over. Actually, yeah, yeah. Violent, but um. All right, so fast forward now. Freshman year, Xavier, right? Right. Speaking of Xavier, I didn't want so much money on FanDuel with Xavier. Shout out to Xavier this year. They all right. I know that was like, well, no, because you was at Hargrave, so yeah. it ain't like night and day. You kind of well, already was, was on the, you know what I'm saying? That shit was easy. Yeah. College was easy. Like, See, and that's being crazy. an adult for me is easy. Bro, that's so crazy because <laughs> it's usually the opposite. Once you leave school and go to college, you like, oh. Well, actually, for basketball, I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get to see seniors who've been lifting weights for four years. Yeah. You a freshman, you like, damn. Yeah. I know for me, I was like, damn, it's the senior guards is so much in better shape. But that's another thing that's a little different about you, though. Mm-hmm. You already look like a senior your freshman year. So, <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't no rude awakening when you first got to Xavier? Nah. Um, well, I have been playing against like NBA talent since. You got to think. Since right. Grew up with them, so right. it right. didn't even matter. Like, right. we knew what, like, we knew, I understood, like, that I could, I understood I could, Pete with them. I just knew it was things that they they had little advantages based on their experience than I than me. And it was things that I just had to go through. Like I had to go through playing one on one and just getting cooked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And still keeping my mind locked into it and trying to use what I can do to my advantages. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Use my advantages, you know what I'm saying, against them. So it, it taught me it taught me the mentality as well because like I played with two really, really like all American point guards my freshman year and they played in tandem hold on what's it's funny you say that because the adidas camp i'm thinking about hold on what's the other guard name that is that xavier with uh what's the guard's two, name two holloway not holloway oh mark Lyons. maybe that's him yeah that's my he boy was a dog though yeah, I ain't lie to you. he was pretty good we still we all still talk to this day man. yeah bro seriously, seriously. but you gotta think though like them dudes were like putting up 30 right been to the sweet 16 so I was like a big time recruit coming in and I, I really appreciate them for this because the best thing that they did for me was they taught me as I was going along. They didn't let me learn my lessons the hard way. You know what I'm saying? Like when they had to pull me aside, they was like, bro, come here. Look, I understand you a little frustrated, but you can't let, you can't show that to the coaches. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Because they got to be able to rely on you and you keep your emotions in check. Right. So like hearing that from an all American point guard, that's, about to be, it's on like the draft lottery and all this stuff. Like it, it made a, a world of difference because like we came from the same place. It was all different hoods. But we came from the same, the same place. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. So hold on. Did you stay your sophomore year or you left? No, I left. I transferred to Maryland my, uh, my sophomore year. Okay. So let's go to Maryland. Right. How was that experience? Man, Maryland was amazing. I Did, hold on, you, you say your sophomore year, right? Yeah, I went there okay. my sophomore year. Maryland was amazing. Uh, was Nigel was, there when you was, was there? Yeah, 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 he was there. What? What? Shit, what you want to know? I got. Man, I want to know, know. I want to know, like, how was it basketball wise? Like the transition. Oh, because you know, usually when somebody transfer, you know, I ain't gonna lie. On a bad team, it's hate. 
You know, it's like yeah. you got little groups here and there. Oh, you mean the team on Maryland? In Maryland? Yeah. I didn't give a damn. They, I mean, we could we could fight. We could do whatever you want to do. <laughs> but I'm going to be here and I'm going to be me. Yeah. And that was just my approach when it came to that. Because that, in competition, bro, that's the one place I feel like men get to be unapologetically who they are. Right. You know? And sometimes that works in their favor. Sometimes that works against them. So you got to kind of figure out how to use that in your in your favor. So being the most aggressive person can also work against you, but also you have to be able to think. And that's what I like about, you know, basketball. So you said basically what you're saying is, hey, man, I ain't even, we didn't really get along in Maryland, but fuck that, you know. I mean, I, I was here to win. So, like, I was cool with, we're getting along with people because I knew a lot of the guys before I got there. So I was cool with, with getting along with anybody. I'm always going to leave with respect. But when we playing, bro, we're competing. So, like, I'm not about to just be cool and friendly with you or something like that. If you acting like you're acting like you don't want to play, I'm going to talk shit to you. You know what I mean? Because, like, now you're wasting my time. Right. If you want to waste your time, that's cool because, you know what I'm saying, every man got to choose his own path. But. When it comes to you not competing against me because you don't want to be there in that day, like now I have a problem with it. It's right. like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, I don't know. That's that's just you can kill that's, yourself, that's dude. In, that's integrity, though. Like you no, know what I'm saying? Real. Like if you have, real. you know what I'm saying? I understood that. I understood that because like you find out, bro, in anything that you do, and the more passionate, and the more you learn, and the more you know you put into and you invest in it the more serious you take it, it's just a natural thing. It's just a natural order. So when you're around people that are doing the same thing as you, naturally you're going to find out where you, you know, where the pecking order is. Mm -hmm. So when you're around people that you can tell, like, especially at that age, because every, everything's on our sleeves, you know, and I was saying you're early 20s, like, I can tell, like, you don't give a fuck about this. At least you don't care as much as I do because, like, it's little things you're not willing to do. Like, why won't you get nice, bath? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like and you, that shit is so beneficial. You know what I'm saying? People don't like you said, but at that age, it's funny you say that, bro. Because a lot of people in, in your like that's athletic and stuff. Well, at my level anyway, like D two and shit, they don't take that serious, bro. Like right. ice ice baths and all that, that's real, bro. Yeah, like, that's the biggest thing that separates people. It's never even like from what I've seen at all levels of the highest levels I played in basketball. It's never the talent that separates people. How did y'all finish out your junior year at Maryland? How did that go? Shoot, we finished 17 and 17. Okay, so 500. That was even, yeah. yeah. Did My sophomore year was good, though. My sophomore year is when we beat Duke in the ACC tournament. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. That's when okay. we was, yeah. That was, Y'all yes. didn't make the tournament your junior year? Nah, we didn't. The NIT? Nah. You can't, y'all didn't make the NIT? Nah, we did that shit. We made NIT my sophomore year, not okay. my junior year. So did you, what about your senior year? Yeah, we went to the round of 32 my senior year in the uh, NCAA. How did you, how did you do your senior year? Um, I was 16 and 16 and seven. Ooh, 16 and seven. And, and that's when I broke my wrist. So I broke my wrist like around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So before Thanksgiving, I was average like 19. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was pretty good. So um, once it came, like we had like a Thanksgiving tournament. We was in Kansas City. And my boy Nigel had transferred to uh, Kansas. Kansas. So he had, you know, pulled up to the game. So I played good. We won a championship. And that was against, like, uh, George Niang, yeah. the guy who played for the 76ers now. Yeah. 
And he tried to take a charge of me, and I avoided it, and I kind of landed on my hand. And I, if you see a scar right here, I uh, broke a, I fractured my wrist. Yeah, it was like the beginning of the game. So I played the whole game not knowing my wrist was and your shooting was broken, right? So I'm like shooting, but like it was weird because I couldn't all follow through the whole way. So like my hand would like stop at a certain point, yeah. and I was just kind of adjusting, like figuring out how to you know shoot mostly like so floaters yeah. instead of like actual pull up. So I fit, it really just felt like my wrist was jammed. Yeah, you know what I mean. I guess that was just what the adrenaline did. But like after the game, that oh, I fired. You had surgery. Yeah, but I had to wait like two days because it was Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So we had to fly back. You know, yeah, and MR, you had to get I had to wait like a day and a half though to do anything because oh, wow. it was Thanksgiving. Nothing was open. Oh wow! Yeah. So I'm like, I couldn't take. I couldn't take no like ibuprofen because I was going straight to surgery. Right. So it was like you can't have any other like medications inside of you, you know what I mean? So like, it, man, that was rough, bro. That's wild. That was a rough championship to win. <laughs> man, that's, you graduated from college? Yeah, yeah, I graduated. Okay, that's dope, you know? That's very dope. So fast forward to the league, right? I be wanting to know this kind of stuff, though. Uh -huh. So was OKC the only team you played with? Yeah. Like you said, before we got to this point right here, you were saying about like talent and, you know, uh, little things that separate you. Mm -hmm. and, you being like up close to like Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, mm -hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'd, I'd be wanting to know that kind of stuff. Like, how is that experience? Like, how was it? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, anytime I got a chance to like, you know, ask them a question or pick their brain, I kind of made sure the question that I had for them was like something substantial. I didn't want to waste their time and also didn't want to just be like an annoying ass rookie. Yeah. I already knew KD through, I went to his camp the summer before that. So I knew him a little bit. It was my first time meeting Russ, but he was cool. But I mean, they intense, you know, they always the first guys in the gym, you know what I mean? Usually the last ones out. So it's just little things like your habit. It's not even you doing the habit for two or three months or even two or three years. It's the summer you doing that shit for eight to nine to 10 years to where now a person who was as talented, who's been slacking, that shit who did, you, there's no way they can catch up. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's so like, and I'm not saying you got to do the Kobe routine and working out four times a day trying, because everybody doesn't have the resources to do that. So I think that needs to be uh, uh, clarified as well. It's whatever you can sustain and whatever you feel pushing yourself, the point you feel pushing yourself to where you feel like you're getting better. Yeah. Yep. Sustain that first yep. and build on that foundation. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you'll create your own, you know what I'm saying, just workout and, and routine to go by. Yeah, for sure. So did you have any rude awakening? Like, what was your uh, rude awakening moment in the league? That you was like, all right, damn, these dudes kind of good for real. Man, I was playing against. It was when I was playing, like, really, like, one-on-one. -on -one, it was, like, bullshit because, like, it was, like, the pregame. Yeah. And, and Katie wasn't even playing. But, like, he was just out of this bullshit. So he had on his, like, his warm-ups and stuff, but he wasn't playing. It was in Minnesota. And, man, it was, like, you know, it was some shadow one-on-one. And, like, this, like, he was, like, you know how, like, you just out there playing yeah. and you just, you know, just happened to just shoot. Like, he, was, he wasn't hitting nothing but. He wasn't hitting nothing, bro. <laughs> like, the ball was going straight in. I'm like, bro, like, I wanted to be a fan and be like, bro, like, what the, f like, yeah. how you do that? But it's also like, 
Nah, give me the ball, man. I got yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I would say being around those guys and seeing the simple things that they did really well. Like if they were going to take a spot up shot, like a catch and shoot shot, he was going to make it because that was what he expected because he put the work in. So I feel like what I learned from them is, is raising your expectation and your work, you know what I mean? Consistency, all those things, raising that to a level to where you can't like, you feel you feel off if you don't meet that, if you don't meet that expectation. That so it's dope. like, if that's I don't dope. go to the gym or if I don't do something that I know was on my schedule, like once you kind of set out to to do something, like I mean, I heard Kobe say, it's like, it's no negotiate. Once you sign that contract with yourself, it's no negotiate. I heard that shit too. So that's like, not that mentality, because I know he was a little that, maniacal. Bro. He was a little maniacal about it. But I will say that like, I make sure that I do something on the court and I lift every day. You know what I'm saying? And the days that I can't, like, I, I, I feel different. I may not, it may just be I all bet. mental, but I feel I different because. And, and you ain't even stopped. Like like I said, like, this probably the longest you stopped hooping in a long time. Yeah. And I know you feel different, bro. Because after yeah. college, like, well, I mean, you in reality, don't get me wrong, but not really still. Still, you're a blessed young man that be doing what you want to do. But mm -hmm. when, for me, when college was over, and I was just like, damn, so I guess I got to be like a normal human now. Like, you got to <laughs> yeah. get a job. You got to talk about real life shit and yeah. people. And and I and it was so hard, bro, because I'm like, damn, all I want to do is watch basketball. And these yeah. people talking about fill your taxes. And yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. That shit different. Nah, yeah. That yeah, I different. feel that. So, I mean, did you go overseas after that year? I did. Yeah, I went overseas for half the year, and then I came back. Where did you go? Where did you go? I, I was in Greece, man. And I tell you what, I love it. I love Greece, but I was in a situation that did not reflect the work that I put in up to that point. Okay. So I had to. I had to slide. Okay. So you I, stayed there for the whole year. No, I no. mean not a. I mean the con for, until your contract was up. Hell no, I, oh, I slid. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. But I, you know, and I felt the way about it because. That was like the first, I felt like I was, I was in conflict with myself because I felt like I was walking away from a situation that I had worked so hard for. Yeah. But I realized that that was not what I had worked hard for. That was some bullshit. Yeah. Because, you know, I I feel like that was a point where I took control of my career. And I remember that shit. I, wrote, I was writing as I was going through it. Because like, I was killing. I was average like 17. You know what I mean? Overseas, that's a lot. Average yeah, yeah. seventeen. I was average seventeen, and I was in the first league, so I was playing like Panathinaikos, Olympiakos. You know what I mean? Pauk, all of them. And I was putting up thirty, twenty-five. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, and I'm getting paid thirty-five hundred euros over the counter in cash. So how much is that here? It's like four thousand yeah. dollars. That's some bullshit. That is crazy. I should be where I can get a job home, and you know what I mean? You feel me? Before taxes, I, I got to pay taxes on that money anyway. Oh, so I it before was taxes, free though. well, it is. You still got to pay like federal, depending oh, yeah, on where you live yeah, at. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you still, you know what I mean? Um, wow. well, that's in Europe. That's, that's crazy. In, that's, bro. Yeah. So I didn't know that. I think things through. I I think very analytical about things. So like realizing that situation is like, all right, I'm the second leading scorer in this league. Um, I'm getting paid cash over the counter. I realized, well, how much fucking cash can you travel with? And pe Greece was going through, just went through a financial crisis like a year or two before I got there. Right. So it was stipulations and 
protocols on. You couldn't carry so much cash. Or you couldn't even take a certain amount of money out of the out of your ATM per two week, bi weekly. Wow. So like it was like eight hundred dollars every two weeks. That was a max you could take out over a two week span. And like it was a certain amount a month that you couldn't take out. And like getting like a a Greek bank account at that time was just risky because like transferring money back and forth. And like I remember I tried the Western Union money back and like I spent like seven hundred dollars to send like twenty five hundred dollars back over. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make too much sense. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? So I was talking to my agent and he, you know, he didn't really have much for me about it, you know, because it was just a situation, you know, and it was like, bro, well, this is where you at. It's your first year, you gotta thug it out. And I was just like, nah, bro, I, I this is not what I've been working for. This is not my first shot overseas. Like, and not even on no, not even on no, like, fucking, not even on no spoil shit, bro. Like, I was, days I woke up, bro, like, I ain't have, like, the water wasn't working. I had, like, this big-ass tall bottle of water that I was having to take a shower with. Yeah. Like, and use that to wipe, brush my teeth with, you feel me? So, like. So, you were in prison. <laughs> I was in a bad situation for sure, bro. But, 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 but listen, though, but listen, though. Like, why did my, 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 whatever the hell I was laying in, and. I was right on the water in Greece. So I don't know what the fuck you think water in Greece, bro, the ocean, but that shit is amazing. It's yeah. like a beach right here. And it's like a beach town and it's beautiful. But it's like, I'm not here on vacation. Yeah, you had to. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to I'm here to chase my, you know what I'm saying? This shit gonna always be here. Sure. So I the decision I made was like, listen, bro. It's everything in you that knows that, bro, you better than the situation. So you got to figure out a way to, your agent is not really trying to do what you need him to do right now. And for him, you know, maybe he feel like he did his job. Okay, we can't control that. So moving forward, what are you going to do to take control of your situation? Because you're not, uh, you're not caged anywhere. Right. You're not, you're not stuck anywhere. You know what I mean? You're not a prisoner of anything. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like that was the point where I grew up as to my first step growing up to be a man in, in, the, um, in the, I guess in the industry, being in the industry of sports, bro, like, and that shit was tough for me because it was just tough because, like, bro, like, you, you just don't know. Like, I literally bought my own ticket back home. Like, what did <laughs> nigga, you do, I left though? the what team. What did you do after that? I came home. I had, I fired my agent. Literally, I fired my agent while I was in Greece. I was <laughs> telling my team, like, yeah, I'm about to leave. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking with this. I'm about to leave. Like, yeah. nah. So... Cause like they was like our our payment was late, like three weeks late, and it's like bro, I already paying me fucking pennies on a dollar, so like at least have, like I ain't yeah. fucking with these business business model, you know what I mean? So all of that, bro, I was like, look, as a, as a man, I can't do this, bro. I got to go. And all the guys that was on my team, it was like like the last place team, like bro, it was like nah, like this ain't. Yeah. There's no way I could like build a name for myself in this that, spot, yeah, for sure. So I came back to the G League and I did that. Um, that was it. I did that for the second half of the year because I had to. Uh, Who was you playing with? I literally had to pay. I literally had to pay back like some of the money from the team that I played for, because you know that's basically like what it is. Like we had to negotiate a, uh, a buyout. Okay. Because I, I essentially just left the fucking team. Yeah. Without even. No, I told them that I was leaving. Like yeah. I told them I was leaving. You feel me? They didn't want me to, but I'm like, bro, I got my ticket. I put all my shit. I had my teammate grab my whip. I drove to. 
to to the bus station. I said I had a little shorty who I was messing with up in Athens picked me up off yeah. the ferry there, and she drove me to the airport, bro. Like I literally like figured that shit out, bro. That sounds like it, and that's like that's a part of it, though. Where's this car? Right. No, they let the, the team gives you the car. My oh, teammate okay, okay. drove with me, and he picked up the car and oh, took okay. it. Right, okay, so okay. yeah, and I was like sneaking out, like because if they would have seen me, I did this shit like at nighttime. If they would have seen me, they probably would have tried to not let me leave on some shit. Like <laughs> this nigga was in jail for. <laughs> <laughs> it w- I mean, if anything happens to you, are they responsible for you? Yeah. So like, they weren't trying to take that risk either. Like, we're gonna control the situation, but I'm like, bro, I don't like having my my future in nobody else's hands, especially if I don't like the fucking options that I have yeah, in front of yeah. me. Yeah, that doesn't sound like you said. The to vacation, it sounds good, but. You there on a whole little another mission. So, and like, bro, I'm 22 doing yeah. this. So, like, I'm scared as hell. Yeah. But I'm also, like, I can if, I stay, if I stay in this moment or in this mindset, bro, I'm going to always be here. That's a fact. So, who did you play for in the G League? Well, the D League the same at the thing. moment. It was the same thing. It was the, okay. uh, the, the uh, Blue, the Thunder Blue. And, but that's, what, okay, so how did that work out? Like, what did you do? You just was like, all right, I want to play with y'all again. I had played with them prior to that season um, when I was out with the Thunder. Right. And when I came to, when I came back, I basically had, was talking to, well, I had talked to the, them to get me get out of my contract because I didn't have an agent. So I'm like, well, I need somebody to help represent me. And one of the guys connected me with his agent who he was either with at the time or who he who used to represent him. Okay. And we, it was cool. You know, he, he brought me on. He's still my agent to this day. Okay. And... I feel like, you know, for me, he, I, 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 he, I put together, not put together, but I'll tell him what I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he'll put together a plan and we'll execute that. So did you like the situation better he was in? Uh, in the G League or with his agent? In the G League and the agent, both of the um, situations. Yeah, with the G League, I was familiar with it. So I, I had the same coach, yeah. essentially the same teammates, oh, okay. Okay. a few new players, but it was fun. It, you know, it, it was back to me just hooping and, you know what I'm saying? Right. I think I was damn near getting paid the same thing I was getting paid overseas after taxes. You, you know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. little different. Yeah, it still ain't shit, but yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I feel you. So, hold on. So, where did you go after that? Like, was it Okay, you, after, that, after that season? After that season, yeah. I went to Italy. How was that? I loved Italy, man. Oh, my God. I wish I could. I want to go back all the time. Is that, is that where Julian at? Julian who? Uh, Gamble. I think he's in Israel this year. Israel, okay. Israel. He played in Italy like for Bologna the last two years. I think he's in Israel now. So you played played a year in Italy? Yeah. Yeah, I played a year in Italy. How was that? Beautiful. Any any hot Italian chicks? A lot. I believe it. Man. You know, my... um, (laughs) My my foreign hub category is Italian (laughs) chicks. And you know what's crazy, bro? Those probably not even That's funny. Those That's probably not even native Italian chick. Like and it's crazy, bro, because like Italian women, it's I don't even think it's less than said necessarily a it's a look, but it's not necessarily like you know what I mean? Like it's not as distinct as like I guess it's I guess it's cultural. I guess it's cultural. Yeah. But I they're not what you would think though. Like I don't never see no like all, all I see about with Italian women is like supermodel looking women. Like they don't never be like too. That's that's the only nah, thing that I'll be. Ass I ain't never women. seen them, bro. That's because that's because what's 
seen or represented is the, the little models. The supermodels, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they there too. They, you know what I'm saying? They, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's also like some ones that's like, nah, we're cooking a five-course meal for, yeah. for lunch and dinner. You had any of those? Yes. I believe you. I had this. Hold on. This is, this is old, by friend. the way. This is a long time ago. I had this one friend, man. I had this one friend. <laughs> she was cool. She was Cuban and Italian. Yeah. Yeah, she was cool. Real cool. She was nice. Shout out to her, whoever she is. Yeah. Y'all still follow each other on Instagram? Nah, we still friends. We still friends, but, you know, she married now. It's it's, yeah. it's all respect. Yeah, it's, it's all respect. All Shout out to you. Nah, she was, she was cool, though. We used to kick it. We used to go out party and stuff together, man. I had a great time. Like so, the food. Like, oh, bro. my God. I can only imagine. I mean, that's man. my favorite, too. Italian food, bro. for real. And, and Mexican food, too. Okay. Italian is definitely it, though. Yeah. For sure. Now, you got it. Got it for sure. Yeah, so on the court though, how was that? How was your team? And it was fun. I, okay, I will tell you this though. What I, year? Hold on, what? What? 2017 to 2018. Okay, all right. So when I got there, um, it was August 17th to this day. And we ended up, we had a really, really good season. We made it to like the quarter semifinals of the, of the play, of the final, of semifinals of the playoffs. And I remember my first two weeks were the roughest, bro. Like, this is what really broke me to being comfortable with being by myself and being alone with myself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think this is a part of, like, my growth as well. Yeah. So, like, all of my teammates were older. So I was 24 at the time. So all my teammates were older. And so they were, like, 30-plus. So like, after practice, they're going to their home family. to their wife yeah. and kids or, you know what I'm saying? And they know that they had either been playing there for like a year or two, so they knew themselves, they knew their way around the city. I'm in driving this fucking stick shift that I'm just, I'm learning to drive as I'm going. You know what I'm <laughs> so saying? Fucking up. I don't know where to go eat. I don't know these niggas for real. Like, and you know me, bro, like, I'm still around the same guys I was around in high school. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, as a, you know what I'm saying, few here and there, but like, it's the same, the same guys, the same, like, yeah. Yeah. It's your core guys, for sure. So, like, venturing out at that time was, like, tough for me because I had never had to. Like, all my friends either played basketball with me. I had never had to connect with somebody or another man on the level of, like, as being a man. Yeah. So, really figuring it out. <laughs> figuring it out and having, like, some some fun and trying to, like, like, actually understand what it is to, what the hell it means to be overseas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I lived on this nice ass apartment, man. I hated it because, like, the fucking nothing worked in that bitch. Like, the Wi Fi didn't work, nothing. But it was a beautiful apartment, yeah. bro. Had this big ass, like, party patio. Yeah. And it was on a hill, so it overlooked the fucking the city, city, bro. Yeah. And I was in the mountains, so it overlooked damn near, like, all, you know, or Na Naples. It, I was in the mountains, so I was like yeah. 45 minutes up the mountain from Naples, which is right on the water. Right. So I was overlooking all of that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, at nighttime, and that shit was amazing, but I hated it because I had I couldn't. I was like crying and shit, bro. I couldn't like talk to nobody. I couldn't talk to my mom or nobody, bro. I was like in a room crying for like a week at that time, like because I was like, damn, like I'm up here enjoying this beautiful ass view, but I'm sad as fuck because like I don't have nobody to experience this shit with. Yeah. But that was the, I guess, the process of me understanding myself, like bro, like you got to understand, like bro, that's crazy. A lot of your experience, some of your experiences, you're gonna have to enjoy it with yourself and understand what it's for yeah. and take it what it's for. Yeah. So is, did you go to China after that? 
No, nah, I went back to the the G League one more year. With OKC? Yeah. Okay. And then I went to the Philippines. Philippines. Talk about that, because I seen uh, you You look like Victor Wingman Yana in that league. Man. No bullshit. Was, I was like, God. Oh, my God. My boy got it. But you was, and you was telling me, like, I feel like you, when you was talking about that, bro, you seemed most excited about that, for real. I was like, damn, he really boy, fucked with this league right here. Yeah, because I that's when I, with my agent, I was like, listen, I want to go to China. And he yeah. was like, well, it's kind of tough to get to China because they look for a specific thing. And I was like, look, you just put me in a, in a spot where I can prove myself or give me the opportunity and right. I'll take it from there. So, unbeknownst to him, we was in a pre... Well, he actually did. How long part. is this flight to China, though? It depends where you're flying from. From the East Coast, um, it's not many flights from the East Coast. Usually, like, Midwest, like, Detroit yeah. or something or, like, the West Coast. But I would say from, like, Detroit or something like that, it's probably 16. From, like, LA, it's, like, 11 or, like, 12, 13. But that, well, don't y'all stop somewhere and shit? Usually, like, in Seoul, like, yeah. Korea. But that, from there to China, it's, like, an hour. Okay. So, 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 so I want, I got a couple questions about this. Yeah. I got some stories too. You got, I, I, I got hella stories. You got, <laughs> you got to see all these places out of Barry, bro. I got, so I got so many <laughs> fucking stories, bro. I was still on Italy for a second. Yeah. So, so in China, do they really cook rats and shit? Uh, I've not seen that cook, but I've seen like some Chinese people. You had pick. to eat the food though. No, I've seen people, I ain't eating that shit. I've seen some Chinese people pick like frogs up and just bite their heads off and shit. It's this shit called the wet market. Yeah. And like, that's where they have like all that type of, you know, they'll eat. So, what was you eating while you was there? What they, what people don't know, bro, is like, it depends on where you are. So, like, if your base city is in like some like small town, you know, it's not going to be much there. So, you can have a few restaurants. Like, it's like a McDonald's and a Starbucks, every fucking city there. Yeah. So, it's like that Starbucks, uh, Burger King, it's all of that in every city, like Pizza Hut. Like, yeah. they have shit there. Yeah. But like, um, when I'm there, I eat, I have like really good food. I ain't on front like, cause they got like a lot of international food. So like in Shanghai is like seven thousand like international restaurants. Wow, yeah, I, I didn't. You know I what I'm saying? Not even knew none of that. I'm so bro, thinking, like, and, and Shanghai, crazy. bro, in the springtime, it feels like L.A. Wow, like it's right on the water. Lit, yeah. guessing, it's right on the water. Um, they got hella like rooftop pools and hella like rooftop bars and shit and like it's all like restaurants and like and like hotels and shit bro like like it's nice bro like That's fashion cool. shit all everywhere bro like they just I built bet. an Amiri store over there in Shanghai I was there when they was unveiling the shit bro it's fire that's what Reg. Shout out my nigga Reggie Groves, man. Yeah, he's still over there. He yeah, he, he ain't been home about everything. He ain't been home about two years. He got on. He doing his camp Chinese over there. Now. So, so give me a story though. Give me a story that you had to get. From which country? Choose from a country. Going from the Philippines. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. We uh. Oh shit. So when I was in the Philippines, we had a tournament in Macau, and we also had one in in Dubai. I guess, though, you know, Macau is close to, like, you know, it's like China. But Macau looks exactly like Vegas, bro. Right. It's the Vegas of China. Like, that's their gambling spot. So we went to Dubai, and it's, like, my first time there. And it was amazing. Well, I've never been to Dubai, so. I it was know. amazing. You been to Dubai? Yeah. Only so there. it's a big, like, Filipino community there. So we, um, which story is I about to tell? Oh, so, so in Dubai, so we play our game, we win. I had I, I had a really good game. And so we're going out. Me 
me and my homie C. Ross, we used to always go out to the games. It's like, bro, fuck that. We about to go out. Like, these nice-ass spots. We going somewhere. So we went to this, like, club that was in, like, the middle of this fucking desert, bro. And we went inside. And, like, it was, you know, it wasn't super expensive, but it was it was pretty straight, though. You feel me? Um, and... The fucking club didn't have no ceiling, bro. It was in the middle of the desert. It had no ceiling. Like, Designer was performing. This is like 2019. So this is like Designer on his, on his last leg at this point. But so like, still Panda was still. Yeah, he, but yeah. Panda still hit, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Designer was performing. Everybody out there just shit, chilling and kicking in the shit in the club in the section, bro. And like, bro, I seen the most beautiful, probably the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life, bro. Wow. And she had 10 security guards around her. Well, who the fuck was she? I don't know, but I was really going to whisk ass with her to go talk to her. You ain't ask. You ain't, I went over there yeah, so. and I was got my ass whooped. <laughs> so like I was walking up and I didn't know that all the dudes was with her. Yeah. I thought it was just some, you know, just the, the club security or yeah. some shit like that, escorting her back to her seat or something. So I'm, you know, walking up there. I had like this fucking like button down, like, you know, the little like, uh, Big Daddy shirts, motherfuckers, you wearing a little button yeah. with the prints and shit yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. So I had that shit buttoned all the way down to the navel. So I'm like, I'm sexy. I just had about 45. <laughs> I'm about to go, yeah. So I walk up to her. And when I tell you these dudes grabbed me, bro, like, it wasn't like no, like, they yoked me up. But yeah. it was like, they grabbed my arms, like, back the fuck up. And I look around, I'm like, all right, man. All right. And you still don't know right. who the fuck she is? Or nah, nothing? nah. We was smiling. I only went up to her because it was like, I don't know, you know how you make eye contact with somebody? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes she wants me. Right. She clearly wants me. Or she could have just been like being nice. Like, right. oh, it's a foreigner in my yeah. country. Like, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I don't want him to think that we're mean. So, yeah. but yeah, I I missed that one, bro. Man. <laughs> That's hilarious. So we lead a club and well, we meet these two girls. We meet some 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 chicks out there. They're pretty cool. Um so we leave the club, bro. So we in like Ubers and stuff. We trying to find an Uber. So like, not aware our car's coming. So I bet. So I'm down there chilling and shit. So they car pull up. Both of their cars pull up. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, nah, hold on. Where y'all car at? So I know these are our cars. That's what car it was. Right. It's fucking Bentley's. Ooh, the girl you Yeah, these are just two random girls, bro. They stabbed some <laughs> fucking Bentley's, bro. I'm like, oh, hold on. So y'all got two Bentley's at well. I have one, and she just got one for her birthday. So, like, yeah, I guess. So I'm like, it's like seven of us, bro. So we all pile up in both of their cars, and we go to this nice-ass, like, like lounge and shit. They had hookah yeah. and shit there. Like, we had, like, some nice-ass, like, the sun was coming up. Like, it was, like, 5.30 in the morning. Like, the sun was coming up. We had, like, fucking pizza and shit. It was cool. What did they do? I don't know, bro. It was probably, like, inheritance money. It was, it was you know, oil yeah, money or something like that, bro. I don't crazy. know, but... See, that, that's amazing. I ain't never had no shit happen. Like, yeah, bro. I know girl ain't never pulled up on me and no Bentley. And they, Ever. I ain't gonna say they politics, but like, it's, their customs and stuff is different, especially like even in the clubs, because like, it was beautiful women all around, and I'm like, yeah, yeah come over here. But like, they couldn't, because it's like, if you get a section where like, if you're a guy's friend that's in a section with him, you can't leave his section. Like, you're with him that whole night. You're with that group of friends that whole night. You can't veer off and go to somebody else's section. What? The that's fuck? just yeah, like well, at least that's what it was at that club yeah. at that time with those girls that I was looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was the vibe that I was getting because 
They was like there was prisoners of war or some shit. And this was the Philippines. This was in Dubai, but for the for the, for the, team. For the team in the Philippines. The Philippines was fucking wild, bro. Like you could party there every night, bro. Yeah, that's but right. it's a beautiful and that, that's where you was at last, right? China's last. China. But it was a, like the Philippines. I would say is a beautiful country, though, man. Like the people are nice. They like real sweet, you know, harmless people, and they like. I will say, bro, in Asia, bro, basketball is so much bigger than it is in America. It's really? not even close, bro. Wow. It's like what soccer is to Europe or mm-hmm. what football is to Europe. Yeah. And what football is in America to Americans, you know what I'm saying? That's but crazy. like, I didn't know yeah, that. that shit is insane, bro. So, hold on. So, China is your last destination, right? This is where I've been. Yeah, so I'm about to leave to go back to China. When soon. are you leaving to go back there? Uh, I'm waiting on my visa, so it should be. I get my visa. I'm going to apply for my visa on the sixth, so it should take a few days. So okay, hopefully right before or after Valentine's Day. Right, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I got. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm just. I felt like I was in Dubai for a minute, man. Nothing I was been saying. I just. Man, damn, my boy. Once I'm done with basketball, I come tell some real stories. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's why I'm trying to like stories, you know bro. wrap Actually, this up. No, I can, tell you, I, one, I can see, tell you one. I can see things. you kind of taking it somewhere that I don't want Darius Wells to take it. I was so. about to say I got one in the Philippines, <laughs> man. It was a cow. That shit was crazy. All right, well, it's, I, I can tell you the story without uh, it being about that. Uh, All right, so this is like after the game where I scored like four, like forty some points. Right. So it was. um so afterwards, me and my boy C Ross, we chilling. We don't know what's going on. We trying to figure out what's, what what to do. So we finished eating downstairs in a little uh like cafeteria area. We go up to our room. So we go to the room, we chilling, and one of the uh teammates calls like, "Hey, bro, come on, we at this wild ass party. These guys took us out this wild party, bro. Come on." So we're like, "Oh shit!" So he turned the camera around. It's like getting like twenty females. It's like five of our teammates. Everybody's in there just chilling, like, you know, kicking it back. You know what I'm saying? They got shots. They got, like, food and shit. Like, yeah. like bites and shit like that. Like, bite size, like, uh, finger, finger food and shit like that. So, we ended up pulling up there. Bro, it's like a fucking, like, like a bathhouse. So, it's like one of the places where you got to, un- like, they give you a robe and slippers and shit. Like, ru- like rush hour too. Okay. Literally like that. Yeah. So, we go in there, like, Ladies start giving us like a back rub and shit. So we chilling. It's a real like cool vibe. You know what I mean? So the two dudes who are taking them are like guys that like media guys. It's supposed to be like media guys. So I remember seeing them at the game, but I, I ain't really thinking nothing of it. So the guys come up to me. They just like, hey, man, we'll give you this and the third. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, what you talking about? They're like, yeah, man, if you do this, if you do that, we'll I'm like, bro, I'm not with none of that shit, bro. We, I don't do that. Like, what you mean? I just scored 40 points. You think I want to, like, not score some points? To get <laughs> like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, and then the money that he's saying he's going to give me, he's like, yeah, I, and it's in his currency. So, say he's like, I'll give you uh, 20, 20, 20, I'll give you 2 million RMB, right? That's the Chinese currency. So I'll do that. So two million, you just gotta divide that by like seven point six or some shit like that. So I think that's like probably like two hundred thousand. Ain't, ain't ain't enough to yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't uh, enough for that. No, no, for sure. Yeah. So and I'm talking to them. I'm oh, like, no, yo, bro, he trying to get you to like blow the game or something. Yes, bro. And we play tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, what you mean? I thought we was here just you know fucking up, you know what I'm saying about to have some fun or something like that, kick it with some girls or something. He's yeah. like, yeah, you have all the girls you want, man, but. 
tomorrow you do I'm like, bro, fuck no. Like, what are you talking about, bro? So I'm like, bro, I round up the guys like, bro, we got to slide, bro. This is, you know what I'm saying? Someone was in the, you know what I'm saying? That's wild right there. Right, bro. I'm like, man, y'all are crazy. But that was my intro to to Asia, bro. Like, they do that. Yeah. Like, sports betting, like, that. that's not a, they're just suspended for the year and then they'll come back the next year. Like, but that's not a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of crazy, though. But Damn. in the Philippines, that, and, and, and I was in the Philippines at the time, but I was on the Filipino team, but. Yeah, that was just kind of like a weird thing, and I was just not okay with that shit. Cause I'm like, bro, that's not. I wouldn't be okay with that either, especially if I. And like, bro, cause like we don't even like in America, that's not even a thing. Like, don't nobody think about like throwing a fucking game for no money, bro. It's like, no, I want the glory, keep the money, bro. I really love this shit. Like, that's crazy. But also, different cultures, different customs. So that's a part of of going to different countries and learning new shit too. It's like learning the shit that you don't like about it. Damn, boy, you done been through a lot, my boy. You done experienced a lot, uh, a lot more than anybody. Could. I didn't even know you did all that shit. That's- I'm going to fuck people up. I'm going to write a book um, in a few, not a few years, but when, it's, when the time is right. You, know, you should, because that's a, book, you, you got a lot going on. So before we leave, though, this is what I'm going to need. I'm going to need to know. I asked all my, you know, real hoopers, okay. you know, all my leaguers, huh? we... We're we're in a cult in here. Okay. Uh, who's your top five in Raleigh of all time? Of all time. Top five. Dead or alive. Of all time. And you want me to give like in, in like high school or just like from from there, just body of work? Just, I mean, it don't matter. You, whoever your top five is, it don't have to be. I'll give you my top five. I'll tell you each one okay. why they are, who they are. and over the, Is, is this the order? Yeah, I'll give you the order. All right, go ahead. Are you John? John number one? Yeah. John's number one in everybody's book, by the way. John, you number one in everybody's book. Okay, so John? Well, because John, nobody has ever done it to that level, and nobody can surpass what he's done. You, 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 you can only be equal. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't be higher but than you number can, one. I don't even think you can be equal, because, like, what John is to, to Riley is the same as what LeBron is to, you know, the city he's from. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ain't nobody ever left playing basketball and made that much money and had that big of an impact, bro. We, he's the only basketball, celebrity basketball player we've had, besides, like, Pistol Pete. Yeah. You know, PJ, but, like... Like, the biggest... At, yeah, at that level, like, he did sure. at the highest level at every every point, you know? Okay, um, John. With the spotlight on him. Number two. Riley. Um, PJ. How was it going? Yeah, PJ's number two. Oh, okay. Uh, for the same reasons as John, the only thing that puts him as number he, two is that he didn't do he 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 did <laughs> he took a he took a tough route to get where he at for sure. Right. Well, and you know, he understand it from both spectrums or from both both sides of the coin, mm-hmm. shall I say? Um, because he he played overseas about five six years, and then he you know been in the league for shit like twelve years now. So it's that's just a hell of a career, bro. Yeah. So like he got the best of both worlds. All right. Um, number three. Damn. Damn. I gotta think about. Damn. I can't just think about it in totality of work. I say flip. Flip from Philly. Shit, not to me. <laughs> okay, okay. Not to me, okay. bro. Shit, I say flip. Shout out to Flip. That's I, my guy. Yeah, too. I'm a, all right, I get flip an honorary. 
pass, yeah, bro. Yeah, just he can definitely get an honorary pass. That's my guy. And he, bro, he went to Shaw. He put on for Riley. I bro, say he, Flip get a Riley pass because Flip went to Flip went to Shaw uh, and Flip came back for at least eight years bro, straight, bro. After he showed nothing but got, love, right? Nothing so but love. I ain't got nothing. Ain't nothing like yeah. Flip right, that's definitely. dope, though. Okay, Flip. That's three. Um, shit, number four. What's from Riley? Yeah, who else from Riley? This shit's crazy. CJ? Okay. Can't go. These young. C these your CJ? Fathers, so. Yeah, I say CJ just because, man, just talent, bro. I, I don't about think we've ever seen CJ is one of the bro. first, like, one of these yeah, guys. They're 6'9", dribbling and all that shit, so. And, like, they try to compare people to CJ, and I'm like, bro, like, none of these guys are even fucking close. Yeah. Like, because these dudes be doing, like, when I see some of these some of the guys that they compare to CJ, I'm like, damn, that's how they look when they, like, enter the game? Yeah. I'm like, bro, CJ look better than that when he was bored. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, for that five-minute stretch where he a ram that motherfucking engine up yeah. and did just do a three. Crazy. Bro, yeah. I see his man catch it on the block, bro. CJ ain't nowhere to no goddamn back to the basket booth, <laughs> bro. His <laughs> man caught the ball back to the basket, spit off a nigga, man. And 360, bro, just all natural abilities. Yes, yes he was. Um, yes, for sure. And he was like a sophomore. Yeah, I've seen CJ at NC State do a fucking sham guy on the block and got away with it. He did a sham guy and somehow got it and laid it up. I said, yeah, I remember when he did a sham guy against Ryan, Ryan, uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan. At State? What's Ryan's name? Kelly? Yeah, against Ryan Kelly it was, it was at, at Ravenscroft and when it dunked it. Y'all oh, remember man, that? No, this was college. The game. I'm talking about college. So oh, man. In the college game, bro, on the block, he, uh, he punked around and did it and laid yeah. it. I said, yo, what? <laughs> even even if, even if you know, CJ didn't, didn't um, reach everybody else's expectations, CJ still one of the best in me. Yeah, and he was a pro. And yeah. Motherfuckers don't understand. For you to be a pro just, at what you do, yeah, it and means it's, you're you good. Know, injuries and stuff, man, so, sometimes it just happens, and that's that's just the... Okay, so know. that's four. Shout out to my dog, CJ, too. Word. So that's four. And... Shit. Now, I put CJ number five, and I'd be number four. Ooh, okay. You're going to put Dez Wells in there. Yeah. But you can't fucking put Dead Wells in there, so <laughs> got, So we gotta get you another one. Of course you we of course you went there, but we got I assumed everybody did that, so I <laughs> wanted to follow you line. This nah, dude is crazy. But not <laughs> CJ number four, number five, man. Riley. I can't wait. Oh shit, Devontae, Devontae, he yeah, Devontae yeah, going. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to my dog. Cool. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing somebody too though, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Devontae. Hold on, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, TJ. Oh, shit. TJ, my nigga. But TJ not from Raleigh, though. Oh, he not? TJ not from Raleigh. TJ don't claim being from Raleigh. So that's so that's why I feel like to say TJ from Durham, bro. Man, TJ, you from Raleigh. Yeah, we we accept him if he wanted, but he always say from Durham, though. Okay, okay. I put DJ there, yeah. Shout out to my dog, man. Yeah. TJ, yeah, but that's my dog, but he know he and he and he definitely he proud of being from Durham too. So I ain't, you know, he proud of the Bulls. So I ain't okay, gonna take so that. So you home. got John, PJ, Flip, CJ, and D Tay. Okay, that's a nice little five. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's another episode. We out of here, man. Damn. This is No Kizzy with Trizzy. Hosted by Latrell McCoy. 
We talk about the greatness that's come out of Raleigh, North Carolina, whether it's sports, community, or business. We highlight successful stories of people that have made it happen for themselves and their families. And talk about what it took for them to become successful. No kizzy. No kizzy.